0: They call me Swift Runner. (sighs) Where to start? You know, I have a huge family. I'm just the average man, for the most part. I'm tall, people say freakishly tall, that it scares some people. The year is 1879. I've developed a strong taste for whiskey. I've struggled with alcoholism now, it's been a huge struggle for me recently. Like I said, I'm quite large for my size, and I stand out huge in my family as the father of it. It's winter, you know, and it's getting very cold, but more importantly, I'm starting to starve. Everyone is starting to starve. My family is starting to starve, but really I'm starting to starve. Becoming very hungry. It's making me go crazy. The alcohol is making me go crazy and I'm feeling out of my mind. And I'm not saying I'm out of my mind in a good way. And here's the thing that I just realized, hmm. is that I messed up. I said I have a huge family, huh? Oh no, I meant I had a huge family.
1: Hello, today we will be talking about the Wendigo and a story that goes along with it. At the end of it, you will decide whether you think the Wendigo is real or just purely fiction. One of the most elusive and creepy cryptids is the beast called Wendigo. This legend originates from the native tribes living in Canada and near the U.S. Great Lakes. The Wendigo is a malevolent evil spirit who possesses his victims and forces them to commit one of the most heinous acts. The legend goes that a long time ago, a man was trapped in a brutally cold winter. He became so overwhelmed with hunger, he turned to his only option, cannibalism. He transformed into decaying and emaciated 15-foot beast his skin tightly stretched over his bones and his eyes pulled deep into its sockets. His complexion turned an icy gray and gave off a foul odor of death and decay. It is thought to be so skeleton-like because its crave for human flesh is never quenched. It's always on the hunt for its next victim. The Wendigo is, doesn't rely on pursuing its victims, but rather calls its victims to it. One trait of the Wendigo is that it can mimic human voices even the voices of loved ones. It draws its victims away from civilization until it's deep into the woods, and there it attacks. Although it is unknown how many Wendigo cases there are, there is one that is the most well-known. In the winter of 1878, a Cree man by the name of Swift Runner and his family went out in the forest for the winter. It was him, his wife, and his five children. He came out of the woods the next spring and told a nearby Catholic Church that his family was dead. He originally stated his family died of starvation, yet Swift Runner looked to be completely healthy. Swift Runner had constant nightmares and would often have intense, screaming night terrors. The church started to become suspicious of him. Swift Runner was a known person in town and even worked on the police force. Well, at least he used to work on the police force. Some time ago, Swift Runner developed a taste for whiskey and soon became addicted. Swift Runner often got violent, so much so that he was kicked off the force and out of the tribe. With this knowledge, it is no wonder the church became suspicious, but there is no proof. The last straw, though, was when Swiftrunder attempted to lead a couple of children into the woods. The Catholic Church had him arrested as they suspected he killed his family. When authorities came upon his campsite, they found bones everywhere. Some were even hollowed out as if he sucked the bone marrow out of them. There was even a pot full of fat, which they assumed he got from one of his family members. Swift Runner said that he was possessed by the evil spirit, Wendigo, and he was eventually put to death by hanging. It was a big thing, and a lot of people watched as he was put to death for this hate. At about that same time, a member of the Cree tribe of Northwestern Ontario named Jack Fiddler told a Methodist minister about his ability to defeat Wendigos. Fiddler said that he had killed 14 Wendigos during his lifetime. He said he would kill the locals just before they turned into Wendigos. He believed that he was saving lives. Jack Fiddler and his brother Joseph were arrested and imprisoned for killing women before they transformed. Jack escaped and hung himself, while his brother Joseph died three days before the release of his appeal. In modern times, we call this the Wendigo psychosis which is the uncontrollable craving to eat human flesh. Many think this psychosis is fake, or this is just part of a bigger mental illness. Oddly enough, as soon as the psychosis was created, Wendigo cases soon conveniently began to vanish.
0: From Wendigos to Bigfoot. Big feet? Big five? I don't know. They all scare the daylights out of us humans and mess with our lives. That's why we have cryptide. Cryptide is a new detergent pod that you put into your laundry. It soaks up a magic concoction into the clothes and keeps all cryptids in a mile's radius away. While wearing, if you have a proof that a cryptid attacked you, you get your money back. You get it now for $29.99, 10-day shipping, courtesy of the UPS. Available in all states except Florida.
2: So, how did everyone like the story? Did it give you goosebumps? Well, all I gotta say is I'm glad I wasn't born in the 1870s. I'm perfectly content here, without having to worry about Wendigo coming to get me. Also, did anyone else find that even though Switchwinner didn't necessarily look like a Wendigo, the fact that he was able to blend in with the others after coming back made the story a little spookier? I mean, it really makes you wonder and look at those around you. Could they be eating an arm bone for dinner while you're eating a potato? You never know. So you better lock the doors, kids, because your roomie could be a flesh craving monster. I mean, you could too. you never know. Get lost in the woods for a whole summer and we'll see what happens. Anyways, go get yourself a cryptide. and thanks for sitting in. Be of goes when it goes, guys. Bye everyone.